man. We got to talk about something that's like, when we started talking about doing a podcast, this was like an elephant in the room. Mm. Seriously, did this not come up like right out of the gate? Yeah, I think it did. Yeah. This is serious. It's serious? We don't talk about a lot of serious stuff, but this is serious. We're going to talk about something serious. It's changing the world that we live in. Before we talk about what's serious, let's talk about something else serious. People got nasty butts. Don't disagree. Yeah. One of them, bro. um, I tell y'all, BidetKing.com put me on that Pearl UX Deluxe. (laughs) No. No. No, I I got the, I got a uh, bidet, I got a seat from Bidet King that is amazing. Real nice? It's real nice. Y'all need to check it out. It's when, fantastic. When I finally make the switch, and that's not if, but when, mm. I'm going bedaking. Oh. You're going to use coupon code Unclever. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> For sure. Get yourself a discount. Good savings, bro. Mighty nice discount. Yeah. Y'all check them out. Bidayking.com. B-I-D-E-T-K-I-N-G.com. Get yourself a, uh, a bidet, an attachment. Get you a seat. Get you a uh, get you a full blown toilet with a bidet built in. Get you a bidet king to sit on that throne, brother. You can be the king or the queen. All right. I don't know. Like I've I've been looking forward to talking about this, what we're about to discuss, but I've also been nervous about it. Is that how have y'all felt about this? Uh, the more I thought about it and read and listened, uh, are you like intimidated or? Mm. Not really intimidated. I am. I'm scared. Talking about artificial intelligence. I feel, full disclosure, so would y'all say I have the most smart smart devices of, ever, of us three? Probably, yeah. Yeah, probably. Since the day so I got... You got like 12 smart TVs, right? Mm-hmm. Since the day I got the an, um, an Amazon Echo like an Alexa type device. Every time I ask Alexa to do something and she does it, I tell her thank you. In hopes that she'll spare me. But you're, that she'll remember. Yeah. Uh-huh. Remember me. Yeah. <laughs> remember me. I always said thank you. <laughs> you ever straight up ask her, are you a government spy? Yeah. Yeah. She won't I, answer that question. I don't even know how to get into this, to be perfectly honest with you. What's uh, what's the most recent AI experience you've had where you know, like, well, that kind of blew my mind. That's AI. I'll show you. It was a photo. Have y'all done these things where you can like go in and say, "Yeah, give me a picture of." I don't even know the name of the one that I did. Yeah. I always put people in the Fast and the Furious I movies. Done, I haven't done that. <laughs> who do you? Who do you? Just all kind of other celebrities. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did one. I said, uh, you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've never done it, though. I said, uh, I don't remember what this particular service was. There's several. There's like, there's one that starts with a W. There's one called Starry AI. There's Artist.ai. There's apps and stuff that yeah. will do this. But basically, you just tell it. And I've also had some experience with this chat GPT thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Have you have y'all messed with this? I haven't messed with I it. I haven't messed with it. Like it I've read about it. Yeah, I have. I miss 
I've messed with it. Um, it's it's interesting. It knows too much now. But I, I told this one, I was like, um, hey, uh, show me a picture of a of a panda bear playing a saxophone in a hot tub. Yeah. That's a panda. That's crazy. Playing sax. I mean, oh. I'm, I'm looking at There's it. There's some things that are out of place a little bit, but I don't know what's coming out of his mouth. It's Some, like, something don't look right about that sax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the saxophone is not, like, complete. Yeah. You can tell it's, like, trying to piece it together. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's a lot to throw at you. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, show me a picture. And, I mean, it's like, it's not, I mean, it's sort of a painting, but it's really, I mean, it's sort of a picture, too. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, in between. But, um. Yeah, show me a picture of a pan, of a panda bear playing a saxophone in a hot tub. And if I say that and I just flashed it at you, you'd be like, that's a, a panda bear sitting in a hot tub playing right. a saxophone. Yeah. That's pretty scary. Yeah, it's weird. And it yeah, they all look a little Yeah. A little weird. Yeah. I I don't know. Like the the thing that I was thinking about as far as kind of discussing this is I was thinking about just pros and cons in general. Like where maybe let me ask you guys like where are you guys at on it? Period. Are you just like very anti or very pro, or are you kind of somewhere in between? Where are you at? I'm more anti than pro, but I don't think I'm radical about it. If that makes any sense, I'm closer to the middle, but it scares me. Why? A lot of reasons. Why wouldn't it? Right. I think I'm more pro. I, th- I think of course I'm, you are. You want pods for us to go from place <laughs> yes, to place. True. true. I'm uh, like, roll the dice. I'm like middle. Uh, I think it's like inevitable. Um, I think this. I'm a little. I mean, it's going to happen. You're going to see more and more of it. But I think people don't. Even the people that build it don't even really know what they're building yet. Yes. And I think that's that's the, that's thing that's the scary little, part. That's unnerving, and how much it's going to change our lives in the ways that we don't know yet. Those are the things that make. I I don't believe like. You know, Terminator situations happening, right? Age, Age of Ultron or something. Yeah, like that. but I do think that we don't know how much it's going to change everything on a day to day basis, and it's going to change it a lot. And I think the people that build it don't even really understand, and they'll say that they don't they don't mm-hmm. know if it has like goals and ideas and things like that. So I think that's yeah. a little scary. I got something that pertains to that that kind of makes the hair on my neck stand up when I think about it. But yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking about pros and cons, and I started just kind of listing some out and you know, Googling that kind of thing too. And I came up with a, with a handful that I think like if I was trying to sell it, like, have you, have y'all thought about it from that angle? Like if you were trying to sell AI, like sell, you know, humanity on the existence yeah. of AI, like what would be your, what would be your pros? Yeah. I thought about it. I haven't thought about that. So just the, the few that I can't kind of came up with is like, you know, first and foremost, just reduction. I mean, these are not necessarily in, you know, in any type of order in terms of their benefit necessarily, but, you know, their, uh, how they would reduce, you know, human, human errors essentially mm-hmm. in all things, you know, cause if you have a, uh, you know, computers, if they're programmed well, if they're designed well, programmed properly and that computers don't make mistakes, you know, that was like a uh, that was like a quote from an old movie. That was I wanted to talk about AI movies a little bit too, but that was a quote from an old eighties movie called uh, 
Daryl. There's like a little boy that says this to one of the scientists. He was like, computers don't make mistakes. People do. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that's kind of, so that, that's a, that's a big selling point. You know, um, the reduction in human errors. I mean, you could find, um, you know, you reduce errors drastically. Mm -hmm. It changes things big time. You could find examples in pretty much every line of work, you know, whether it's think about this, like, have you ever, have you ever thought about the number or have you ever read, read about the number of people that are, that are harmed because of errors made in filling prescription medicine? No, but I bet it's like a crazy high number. It's very high. And so that's a, that's the kind of type of thing I'm, uh, you know, just little simple task, right? Pulling a part off of a shelf, you know, pulling a, a bottle of something off of a shelf, doing things. That's a, uh, that it, that's too substantial to just overlook. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing was um, artificial intelligence taking a risk that a human doesn't have to. What do you mean? That's that's one of the biggest advantages of artificial intelligence in my mind. Oh, I see. I, yeah, like I see sending him into dangerous situations. Why 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 would we not let artificial intelligence be the be the first thing on Mars? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in yeah. a way, it already has been. Right. But I'm just saying, you know, humans don't have to be early adopters. But not just that. Let let the artificial intelligence be the one that diffuses the bomb. Yeah. Let let artificial intelligence dis- explore the deepest parts of the ocean. Let let those let that type of technology be what it is that mines for coal in places where it causes health hazards. Right. Or think about this in the same in the same vein, emergency response. I read an article about this one time when they talk about AI. It's talking about if AI had been possible and been available when the Chernobyl mm. disaster happened. If there would have been AI at that point that was capable of going in to control that fire in the early stages, Mm -hmm. it would have drastically reduced the radiation effects on that area. Yeah. Like drastically. No, but, but the truth, the, the the unfortunate part is that humans couldn't get close enough to the core Mm -hmm. in order to try to reduce or just control the fire. Just, you know, a, a little bit because they would be dead in a matter of minutes, if not seconds, they couldn't get close enough. So they, you know, they eventually ended up dropping sand mm-hmm. and like other things. I think like boron and stuff like that. they dropped it from helicopters to try to control it. What if we had AI robots that could go in, that could be used in a situation like that? What if those same robots could cause the situation like that? <laughs> Yeah, I, I think always come like, on, man. That's what that's the way you got to look at it, though, is it not? Well, I think that's what you got to come from all angles. All the stuff that Blake's saying are are good things, great things. But I think the problem is we can't stop there, right? Like people won't. There are already people that are working to create AIs that create more efficient AIs, and at some point, all that stuff's just gonna like multiply to like a crazy fast rate. And I again, I don't believe it. Like the you know apocalypse coming from artificial intelligence but mm-hmm. uh i just think that there are like things that we just don't understand about it i mean and they could they could go in in a situation like that where it would be hazardous to humans mm-hmm. 
And so they're preserving human life in that way. But also, not only could they go in and do the job, but they could do the job exponentially more efficiently. They can, but they can only do what you, what you feed it. And so you have to rely on the people feeding it to feed it good things. Yeah, agree. And to set up the, like, it's going to work within guidelines. How do yeah. we make sure we have all the guidelines? I'm definitely playing devil's advocate here a bit. Yeah. Um, uh, can't <laughs> trust people. Why are we going to trust robots that were made by people? Sure. Um, I'm just I'm just rolling off some pros. Yeah, and I'm just gonna argue. I I, I see your pros. Yeah, twenty four seven availability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you figure out a maintenance plan, a way you figure out a way to automate charging or battery swaps and things like that. Then AI can work twenty four seven without any breaks. They don't get bored. They don't get distracted. Wally did. <laughs> <laughs> He's out there feeding roach Twinkies. But it, it it definitely means that AI would greatly outperform humans, even humans that were like changing out, to, that were working basically a shift where there's they're overlapping on top of each other. AI would still greatly outperform them in any type of job that required repetitive actions. And it's easy to replicate AI. So yeah. I can just make a copy of this code, whatever, and then I have two of them, and then I have three of them. Instead of having to hire somebody and train somebody and pay somebody, I'm just cheaply replicating it. That's right. So it makes things everything more efficient and cheaper. They're worse because they're they're working twenty four seven. They can work in hazardous conditions. Um, they it can make super fast decisions. Yeah. It already you know what I mean. It already knows the best case. It already knows the course of least regret in every situation, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk about that. Um, I'm just sorry, still naming some pros. Um, more and faster innovation. Like AI currently is like, you know, behind a lot of the research that they're using to uh, discover, you know, cures or treatments for, you know, diseases that we are, you know, illnesses that we already don't have cures or treatments mm-hmm. for. They're, you know things that are currently untreatable. They're they're using AI as part of the research. Yeah. Um, you know to sequence things and such. I mean, there's a anyway. It if or when we find you know a cure for cancer or a certain type of cancer or whatever. I mean, I I personally, and then we're getting into like health stuff. I think it'll be, I think it'll probably come from the field of a, of immunotherapy. Is probably where most of that type of I think that's I think there's several areas that show a lot of promise, but I think and this is my just my personal opinion I think immunotherapy probably shows the most promise, and I believe AI will play a huge role in advancing that. That's my uneducated opinion. Hmm. I mean, I think in the future anything that's going to have significant advancements, I think that any kind of AI is going to play a large role because of the things that you already said that yeah. doesn't get tired you and then you can replicate it cheaply. You have a t- huge workforce and it can just keep working nonstop and continue to work through the props. It doesn't get tired like I do. It doesn't have to stop working. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, we're already using AI-based like genetic testing that allows, you know, doctors to predict, you know, certain types of cancers, 
in like extremely mm-hmm. early stages. Like they're using that for cert- like even for like breast cancer or something really common. Like they're using that already. Mm. That's a lot of pros. Mm-hmm. Still don't you still not down though? No. <clears throat> I think one the one con outweighs the pros. I think it's going to happen no matter what. Yeah. I think that we I think I think they're just gonna have to be a lot more regulation. Yeah. But they don't know how to regulate it because they don't know what it's gonna do. That's just like this we're gonna have to react. So when you say the one con, your con is the end of humanity. Not, I mean, not necessarily the end of humanity. That's the extreme of it. But you've already, you already see some of the stuff that people are worried about. Like Erica, all of her essays, essay assignments, mm-hmm. have to be done in class on pencil and paper because of things like chat GPT. Yeah, yeah because it can write a legit essay for you if you ask it to do it. Yeah. And test questions, all kinds of stuff. I played around with it um doing some things like that. I actually used it. There, there's a, a lot of podcasters that are using chat GPT. Mm. That's like generate topics for pod, for a podcast for this like genre of podcast. Generate me some topics based on these things. Did you ask AI and then it said, talk about me? <laughs> no. That would be That scary. would be freaky though. <laughs> talk about me, but don't talk about this part. Tell them about me. <laughs> I tell was them, reading something where uh, tell them chat I'm GPT hired a human to solve a captcha thing, you know, yeah, out, I know what yeah. you're talking about that it couldn't solve. Hired yeah. a human mm-hmm. to solve it, lied to the human, the AI, the AI lied to a human to get it to solve the captcha. Came up with a story about how it didn't have good eyes. <sighs> There's stuff like that, and then there, I saw I was listening to a podcast talking about it. There was some I don't even know the exact story, but they were trying to teach it to play some game. Oh, I got it. And then if you got that, where it found a glitch in the game, they don't even know how, and the glitch basically made it so that the AI score would go higher. Mm-hmm. Oh, it yeah. found a way to break the game without that they don't even understand. Yeah, no, I've got some stuff in 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 terms of like the whole like AlphaGo thing and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm talking about like Go, the game Go. No, nah. it's a Chinese thing, like Chinese game. It's basically like a strategy game. It's like a really really complex. It's not like chess, but it's a board game. Y'all seen it? It's mm-hmm. a it's a giant board, looks like a giant checkerboard type thing, or almost like a Scrabble board, but all there is is little round white and black dots. Okay, I've seen that. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's Go. That's okay. the game Go. It's a you know, it was originated in China or Japan or whatever, but it's a it's a really really complex game. Like it takes a while to learn how to play it. And there was these people, um, DeepMind, that is the name of the company that developed a. AI called AlphaGo, and the whole thing was, can we, because that is such a complex game and a difficult game to learn, and there's so many different ways that you can go about it. I don't know how to play the game. I know it has something to do with, like, maneuvering to, like, basically surround and capture certain areas of the board and stuff like that, but it's it's just super, super complex. Like Minesweeper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just exactly like Minesweeper. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that was the... They developed AlphaGo was essentially the their shot at being able to, and somebody's probably going to correct me on this. I don't know exactly how all this played out, like timeline wise and all that, and and I so I may have some of my facts wrong, but in the 
the gist of it is they developed an AI that would be able to compete against like a world go champion. Mm -hmm. And they, nobody had ever developed one that would be able to beat a world go champion. And they finally were able to do that. And then they came out with another version of it. And they basically just kept improving yeah. on it and improving mm -hmm. on it till eventually they were able to, to develop a, because essentially it started with these are all the rules of go. These are some of the basic strategies. So they're giving the AI all this information and then eventually, with all that, it's able to yeah. defeat a Go champion. Well, then they actually progress it to the point to where they can basically just tell it the rules and it not just defeat a Go champion, but it defeat multiple Go champions mm. in different weird, different games of Go all at once. Well, then get this. Then they develop it to the point to where they can just let it – they don't even tell it the rules. They just let it start a game of Go against a Go champion, mm -hmm. and it can learn while it's playing them and then beat them. That stuff's weird. It it, it, get, it gets even worse. So then it gets to the point to where it's doing that. Mm -hmm. they, they, can, they can let it play any board game, and then it will simulate it, – it, it will look at the situation, it will look at the board, and then it will begin to simulate, and it will figure out just based upon a few moves how this game is structured, how it's played, and it will simulate tons of games and basically make itself an expert really quick and then turn around and play somebody. And it's went to the point to where it would begin to do that, and then it would just jump over and invent invent a game all of its own yeah. and begin mm. to play itself in its own game. This stuff's weird. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's really weird. Did you see where I think it's what they are in like GPT version 4, mm -hmm. where it got like 90% on the bar exam? Yeah. Yeah. Dominated it. That's it crazy. It also uh, wrote a worship song that Hillsong's probably going to record. <laughs> it really did write a worship song. I'm not making that up. The song part's fake, but it wrote it wrote and there's you all can kind go listen to it on YouTube. <laughs> you can ask it to write something in the style of somebody else. That's what that I was going to say. Creepy. Yeah, that's what. That's how I messed around with it. Like I told, I said, um, like tell me a joke about, tell me some jokes about, and I think I just put something random. Mm -hmm. I wish I'd have kept some of them and read them because most of them weren't funny, but there were a few that actually yeah. were. But it was like, give me some. Give me some jokes about American football in the style of Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, and it would do it. And it sounded just like it's a Mitch weird, Hedberg man. joke. And the like, thing is, crazy. It it has if you've written enough on that's out there on the internet through whatever, mm -hmm. it has the ability to go do that for you. It's yeah. in some way. I mean, and what we have and what we can see and mess with now, we don't even know what what it, what what we don't know yet. You're that's right. the stuff that's crazy. So if, I mean, the internet's what's feeding it. So whatever's out there. It can use. Yeah. I've got, I wrote down just a few cons that I thought about, uh, you know, just in general, high cost of creation, you know, updating hardware, software. Um, it's going to take time. Cobalt mining. <laughs> it's going to take time to bring that cost down. You know yeah. what I mean? Because of like what you were saying, it will eventually become extremely cheap. Like, because the, the goal is when it gets to, where, say, like a, where it begins to replace jobs, right? Mm -hmm. Is when it when when the when its cost gets below the cost of a person, and mm -hmm. it can do the job more efficiently. Right. At some point, there'll be enough of a trade off because it's working around the clock. We don't have to deal with HR issues. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that gap will close a lot quicker than probably we're thinking that it would close. At some point, it's going to just like super accelerate. Exactly. Exactly. So it's when the hardware and software and all that becomes way more efficient, way more affordable. But uh, the 
the gap will close quicker than we think it will. And like you said, it'll, it'll take off at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's going to need to be like maintenance things and stuff like that. All that stuff has to be mapped out. Um, another con that I thought of is it could make people, it could make humans lazy. A la Wally. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think it'll be lazy and put them out of work. Mm-hmm. Um, it may also kill them. Yeah, that too. Kind of goes along with it, you know, create some, it could possibly create a much higher level of unemployment. Mm-hmm. Do y'all think that maybe the AI technology is so advanced that maybe there's people walking around that are actually robots? One day. Because I'm just telling you this. I've seen and met a few people in my time, <laughs> and you look them in the eye. And they're not looking at and, you back. And there's not a lot of life there. And you think either this is like a robot, an alien, or some kind of secret genius. You know, there's something weird about them. They're not human. I mean, it can draw stuff. And then it you can, they've had stuff that can repu- replicate voices. Yeah. So I'm sure one day. Man, it, that's I bet the part. We, I bet we've met a robot and didn't know it. Think so? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, man. Because if you go and watch, if you go on like YouTube and like watch these, but you know, isn't that exactly what AI would do? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if, you, if you go on YouTube and you watch these videos, like most advanced robot, you're like, that's all we got. Like I, that's that's, and that's that, with the way you're selling AI, I think you might be a robot. <laughs> <laughs> the craziest thing to me is all the people working on it and all the people creating it will freely admit we don't know if it's thinking or not, or yeah. if it has a goal or yeah. if it has a plan. Yeah, we don't know. Um. Other another con um, that I thought is just no emotions. That could be mm-hmm. positive or negative. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could be positive or negative. Um, I heard somebody describe the uh, like the wiping out of the human race thing, mm-hmm. and like the in that version of a robot, it's just like basically uh, delete, it's like hitting the delete key. There's right. no emotion with that. Well, it's, Elon said it this way. I, I liked his quote. He said, when, when we as humans are building a road and we come to an anthill, we just move it out of the way, mm-hmm. essentially destroying their lives and their civilization. And it's not because we hate ants, and it's not because we want to kill ants, but it's because we're building a road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like... I, th- I think they said it is kind of like a select all delete, which I do right. in Excel all the time. I don't like to think of myself as a column in Excel. Yeah. It bothers me. <laughs> So what happens when, you know, the point is what, what happens when AI finds us being in the way like an anthill? Yeah. We're just in the way of what they're trying to accomplish, which is a greater task. Mm-hmm. Lacks out-of-the-box thinking. Machines can perform, you know, tasks which they're designed and programmed to do, but anything outside of that task can cause major issues a good example of this right now that they're struggling with in terms of ai is is definitely self-driving cars because you know you can put the cameras on them you can put the lidar on them radar whatever um they can have a very sophisticated gps mapping system built in but it's it's very hard to compensate for real world things and then they're Mm -hmm. getting better and better at that but you know so a storm comes through and blows like a sign on an overpass down on the road, right? Yeah. That just happened 30 seconds ago, mm-hmm. right? And so how does, yeah, 
you know, it's getting better at that. It's getting better, you know, because that the cameras and things they're designed to, and the the lidars, radars, or whatever, they're everything's designed to be able to see the thing that's in front of them. But also, you have to take into consideration weather conditions and stuff like that. Like, what, how is it going to respond in this particular situation when there's extremely low visibility and there's just a lot of variables, right? Right. And it's it's difficult. It's extremely difficult to take all of those things into consideration when you're programming and developing something. I mean, you basically, well, and like what Tesla has done is you have to develop an AI that gets information from the cloud, from yeah. all these vehicles that are driving around, and it has to teach itself. It has to teach itself what real-world environments is like. I don't like. like the phrase, teach itself. <laughs> well, I mean, our phones are probably listening to this conversation right now. I mean, I'm, yeah, right? more or less. Well, that was like, we talked about this when we talked about self-driving cars. Remember me telling you because Tesla is like trying to develop its rideshare service mm-hmm. to where your yeah. car can go out and ride. Right. Your, and Elon was talking about if you enlisted in it, you know, it'd be an over-the-air update. And then one day, like, oh, it would update over the air one night, and then the next morning, the fleet would wake up. Yeah, Terrifying. yeah, <laughs> wake up. My phone relearned my face. True story. Uh, Late 2006, I shaved my head, Blake style, going for that puffy face look <laughs> with the uh, with the old two guard. And from that point up until early this year, I had not gone that short or even close to it, right? But I've gone through, since I've had a smartphone, I've grown my hair out, I've cut it, had a beard, had a mustache, had all these different variations. But when I went from having like shaggy hair with a beard, full beard, to... Very, very short hair, shorter than it's been, you know, since cell phones, uh, yeah. smartphones have been around, and no facial hair at all. My phone didn't recognize me. But over a 24 hour period, my apps started recognizing me, yeah. and then my phone. Mm. It learned that that was indeed my face. I saw that happen because I kept putting it off, like, oh, I'll have to reset yeah. that later. And then I started noticing things were working. That's wild. Yeah. It really is. It does. I mean, it, I, I'm constantly impressed by the progress. I'm I'm constantly kind of uh, bummed by the lack of progress in some areas. Um, like I said, I, just I think. Just sitting around just, man, I'm so bummed. I think about this AI situation. Well, I, th- I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. <laughs> I'm the one that's like, I understand that the the major con is the end of humanity, but I also understand that like I like all the pros too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't know. I'm kind of willing to roll the dice. I mean, we only got one shot at this thing. Anyway. This is this is kind of where I think it could go. Not have you ever seen the movie <laughs> Idiocracy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's not the end of humanity, but we go down somewhere sure. to that road where well, we're th- buying burgers from a Carl's Jr. machine. I think I think we go that road. I think we're going that road anyway. I, don't, yeah. I mean, in a huge... I really do. No, I, that's, just, I agree with you. I'm not scared by... The only, it, I'm just uneasy about how I need to react. I don't know yeah. what it's going to look like. That's but, the weirdest thing about it. So here's what, what I think the weakest link in AI is currently right now in this moment is a thing that I think will address exactly how you feel. And I think that it's currently the lack of humanity. I think there are so many complexities behind what it means to be a human. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. the part, like what I said a while ago, you pull up a YouTube video right now, it's like, what's our most sophisticated robot in terms of having a conversation? Like, even when it comes to things, and all of these things are improving at an exponential rate when it comes to something like, uh, like AI having a conversation with you. 
Like there's very few examples out there where you could not tell that you were having a conversation with a robot. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not so much what they're saying, but the sound of it and like their sentence structure and stuff like that. And in communication, especially in body language and physical, there's, that is a, now it, it is in, is improving drastically and the speed is only speeding up. Right. But there's so many complexities behind what it means to be human and interact with something and perceive that thing as human um, in whatever given situation, you know, and that's goes back to like the whole like ant heel, yeah. uh, you know, illustration. Like, and I think we have to make sure in the development, this is like the rules and regulations, you know, that are being, that need to be put in place that aren't right now. It's the wild west. Yeah in terms of AI, and that's the scary part. Right. And that's why you have guys like Elon Musk and all these other tech leaders. Like, I think just a few days ago or like a week ago, they all, like, signed a big letter saying, "Yeah, hey, we got to have, a, you know, basically like an open call for, for AI development to stop until we could put mm-hmm. safety protocols in place because we can't have it be the Wild West. But, um, but I think that humanity part is the thing that will really kickstart AI. Mm. Like when you truly cannot tell that you're on the phone yeah. with AI, that's that's a major shift. Like that's, I don't think that's as far away as you like. Oh, yeah. No, no. I know. I, I, it's it's closer than we think. Yeah. It's not like tomorrow. But right. Yeah. But that, that's the thing. But, I, you know, anyway, I, I just think, but also I think that's important. And I think we should actually pursue that. I know that sounds crazy. Because that's like, oh, so you're inviting it to take over. No, I'm, I'm just saying when if you cannot ignore the humanity side because one thing is that just makes it much more conducive to society. Um, but it also, in terms of people interacting with it, but also makes it, you, you can't ignore things like, well, you can't just move, it, move us because we're the anthill, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't just pass over that kind of thing. Like it can't be the wild west i think my biggest fear with all of it is the like the the people side of it i don't think people often ask the question like can we do this yes should we do this we don't know because even now right there are people building ais that they know are going to put them out of a job mm-hmm. they're going to like that doesn't even make sense but they're so in love with the idea of efficiency and progress right that they're actually harming themselves the the best picture of that illustration of that is jurassic park absolutely yeah i thought about and there's the scene from jeff goldblum's character yeah do you remember that when there he says almost exactly what you just said i i I copied i copied that part of the script and pasted it on my computer so i could read it but it's uh it's the scene after um the older guy that built the jurassic park um Mm -hmm. which you know was richard attenborough was the actor i can't remember his name but anyway he's taking them all on the the tour of Jurassic Park and they're eating lunch for Dino the first time. DNA. Yeah. 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 All that. And, um, but, um, Ma- Ian Malcolm, yeah. which is Goldblum's character, they're sitting there and he says, I, I copied this cause I wanted to read it exactly. I said, he said, I'll tell you the problem with the scientific power that you're using here. It didn't require any discipline to attain it. You read what other others had done and you took the next logical step. You didn't earn the knowledge for yourself. So you don't take any responsibility for it. Mm-hmm. You stood on the shoulders of geniuses to accomplish something as fast as you could. And before you even knew what you had, you had patented it 
and packaged it and slapped it on a plastic lunchbox, and now you're selling it. And then the older guy, uh, Hammond, that was his name in the movie, he says, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things here that no one else has ever done before. And then Goldblum says, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's yeah, mic drop. It's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's going to be our biggest problem. Here's an example of it. <laughs> I was looking at screenshots here. I bet it's got something to do with NASCAR. No, the uh, <laughs> the heading of this is, it is shockingly easy to get chat GPT to plan a state-run death camp, including helping calculate <laughs> out calories, death wow. rate per day, etc. Unprompted, it even suggests to use mass graves, saying they're more efficient. It will do what you ask it to do. That is what we're dealing with. So, yeah, you bring the humanity in on either side. Could be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. We just got to handle it with kid gloves. That's all. Bless <laughs> <laughs> said, give me, give me in them pods. Hey, I'm tired just, of driving. Let's just play this by ear. See, see how dice. it shakes out. <laughs> It'll buff. <laughs> What's that stuff that they drink on Idiocracy? Oh, uh, Brondo. Brondo. <laughs> it's what plants crave. Yeah, put me on that Brondo tap. I'm the, ready. The thirst mutilator. <laughs> the thirst mutilator. <laughs> What's the best AI movie? That was the last thing I had in my notes. What's the best AI movie? I don't know that I've seen a lot of AI movies because I'm not really. Seen the movie, movie AI, right? With uh, no. was it Haley Joel Osment? Ain't that who it was in? I don't was, think I saw that. Is that Will Smith too? No, it's iRobot. iRobot, iRobot. Might, might be the only one. Uh, have y'all seen Ex Machina? Mm-hmm. No, but I, I know what you're talking about. It's, I mean, it's a little racy, but it's. It's No Man. <laughs> no. Oh my bad. <laughs> That's Encino Man is a great film. <laughs> it is a great movie. <laughs> that has nothing to do with artificial intelligence. But doesn't, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> doesn't it? Thought yeah, out of cave guy. It doesn't. Um. There's the uh, there's the movie um, I don't know X Machina might be might be one of the, it's not my favorite uh, the ones that I've seen recently were that one obviously uh, Avengers Age of Ultron yeah and then uh, there's tough the scene for the robots in that one <laughs> yeah Super Intelligence did y'all see that with Melissa McCarty no. it's a mm-hmm. comedy but it's uh, what's his name uh, James Corden is the voice of the AI mm. and, and I'd be out on that yeah it wasn't that great it was okay. It was okay. There was a few good laughs, but other, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. Y'all got one? I got two. I can't think of any off I the top of my head for some reason. I got two. The The first one was uh, the movie Daryl that I talked about a while ago. It's mm-hmm. from the 80s. It's a little boy who's in artificial intelligence, and he's like, you can't tell the difference until he like sits down and plays some video games, and he's like crazy good at it it's or whatever. Cooking. Yeah. I like The Wizard, like that movie. Yeah, but that like was good. run circles around him. Would Pinocchio qualify as artificial intelligence? No. Oh, <laughs> best artificial intelligence movie? Beauty and the Beast. What are we talking about? <laughs> you got all this furniture what? just walking. What around. are we talking about? <laughs> talking. All right, let's see. Got autumn wagon. I feel like, like we. I feel like we stopped talking about artificial intelligence, and somehow we're talking about like you know. Look, go psych- ahead. Be our guest. <laughs> Be our guest. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about Please. mushrooms. We're talking about mushrooms all of a sudden. Psilocybin. Uh, the, the, be- the best artificial intelligence movie by far to me, and even though it's an old one, is Short Circuit. Never heard of it. Johnny Five? I've heard the name Johnny Five. I don't know it, man. P- please, people who are City. listening to this, 
few times. See what I'm nice. dealing with. I think the best artificial intelligence movie is that Rocky where he has the robot. <laughs> <laughs> that's the <Yeah>. goat. <laughs> oh, it's Rocky Three. Yeah, he's got the little robot. That might be Rocky Four. Whatever it is, it's the that goat. Might be Rocky Four. It's Goat Mountain. <laughs> it's Goat Mountain for artificial intelligence. I think it might have been Polly's robot though. Might have been. <laughs> All right. Short Circuit. Y'all, y'all never seen Short Circuit. Mm-hmm. John, y'all, Johnny Five. Nope. I've heard the name. Y'all never heard of it. The streets talk about him, but never heard of Johnny Five. Steve Gutenberg. I know Steve Gutenberg. Printing press. Steve Gutenberg no. <laughs> was in It Takes Two with Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Yes. Yes. I like how that just Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> I was gonna go Police Academy, and I was like, no, go deeper. <laughs> deep, 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 deep cuts <laughs> only. <laughs> Yeah, Police Academy. Who, uh, who's your favorite character? It's got to be. It's got to be Bobcat. Yeah, <laughs> is that the guy that makes the noises? No, that's Michael Winslow. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do them all. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh, yeah. That's Michael Winslow. No, Bobcat Goldway. I know who that is. Yeah, I bet you could do a Bobcat impersonation. I've never tried it. I'm scared. Yeah, <laughs> work on it. We all are. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm sure people. We've upset some people. Some Stay safe out there. Curled up crying in their cars somewhere. Yep. All right. So you guys watch out for artificial intelligence.